Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Stacy and Devin, how are you? You know, I'm a little tired. I bet. <laughs> but good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, you are like in a whole different place now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell us, tell us where you are, you're reporting from, Stacy. Okay. I, today, this is Stacy Hacker reporting from Baltimore, <laughs> Maryland. Oh, my Lord. That is crazy. Uh, so 12 hours away from Chicago, Illinois. Nuts. Driving. Did you drive there? I did drive. Oh, why did you drive? Why didn't you just fly? (laughs) Because I wanted to take, well, first of all, I knew I needed to take at least two weeks of clothing. That would be the minimum. Yeah. Um, before I could go back home, if I'm even ever going to go back home. So then. If you're ever going to go back home. What do you mean? Well, yeah, I may, I mean. You may may not not go back home. Or I may, no. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I was so you just never, Oh, I thought you were, I thought this was a bit. Okay. No, so you're never no. going to go back? You're just no, going to stay in? Potentially, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Because, uh, yeah, the only reason I might go back is when it's time for the movers to pack up the house. And I'll right. go and kind of probably supervise that. and Or maybe not, because if James does, James does it, then that's fine, too. It's just a kind of what's going on with my schedule. But, you know, yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of time. I mean, I do have time. That's not true. I haven't taken a vacation, so I still have three weeks. Uh, I took some time off in June or right. no, July. So I still I still have three weeks vacation, but just I'm learning a new position. So yeah. it's hard to take off when you're learning a new position. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if I can, how much time I'll be able to take off. But wow. Uh, yeah. So I needed a minimum of two weeks close. I also needed to bring some things, you know, like there's things that you have that if it, like if movers, movers are good. We've used movers twice yeah. and movers are good. And of course they try not to hurt anything. And if they do, it's insured, but there are always things that you have that it can't be replaced. Right. Like I right. have this horse statue that was my grandparents. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. And if it was to get broken, I would be devastated. Right. And so, there's things like that or like, um, you know, just, just different things. And so, or there's important documents and stuff that, you know, you don't necessarily want like in a big warehouse sitting around while you wait to find a house. Right. So, um, I loaded up some stuff and I had to take some because James's car doesn't fit as many, like I have an SUV and he just has a regular sedan and he'll have the dog with him. Right. So he only has his trunk. Yes. So, yeah. So the funny thing was I had, um, so much stuff. And I would tell you, I, my suitcase was, it's about waist <laughs> height on me uh-huh. and it probably weighed 70 pounds on a, at least. Oh my and, Lord. um, I went through a toll booth in, there's a, there's a tollway that goes all the way through Indiana and all the way through Ohio. And, um, it's actually really nice. I highly recommend it, but, okay, okay. uh, yeah, it had, it was, it was really nice because there, there weren't splits because it's just one road. Right. And uh, there's service stops that are maintained by the money that you pay to go on the road. So they're oh. very nice. And they and they have little restaurants in them, too. So you can stop and get gas and use the bathroom and get, like, there was a 7-Eleven, a Burger King, an Annie Ann's, uh, and, like, maybe two more things. I'm not remembering. but um, Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, this nice little station. And so uh, very, very... Um, very good drive. But anyway. Uh, that sounds so like the way the, the ones were in Germany. Like when we were on the um, Autobahn or whatever to go oh. to Berlin. Like it was a nice straight road without any splits. But mm-hmm. they had these very specific. And it was like that's the only thing there was when you turned off to yes. them. was just like this yes. one gas station. And also you had to pay yes. you had to pay to use restrooms in Germany. Like I don't understand. Yeah. But you had to. You had to, put, yeah. you had to put money. I think that's in Europe in general. Yeah. It was weird. Because anyway. they clean, they usually have someone come clean the bathrooms in between each person. Right. That's, I mean, that's true. They were very clean restrooms. Um, yeah. Hmm. 
No, yeah. maybe I'll pitch that at my at my place of business. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, my car was so packed that when I pulled up to the first toll booth, it thought I was a five axle vehicle. So it thought I was like a semi truck. <laughs> and I had, it, it was it was trying to charge me fifty eight dollars, and I pushed oh, the help button. No. And I was like, uh, I'm just driving an SUV, but it says I have five axles. And she was like, Oh, sorry. You must have had someone really close, like, pulled up behind you. I was like, yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's how much stuff I had. But, so now, uh, the crazy thing is, I'm living in a hotel room because this is all happening so quickly that they didn't have time to get my temporary apartment yet. And so, um, I'm living in a hotel room for two weeks now, actually. Uh, I found out yesterday I'm going to be here another week. And, um, so like I got, you know, those little luggage carts at a hotel. Yes. Um, It was so funny. I got out of my car and I completely loaded it up and it was taller. It was stacked taller than me. And I was like, oh man, I was so proud of myself for fitting everything on this luggage cart. Uh And then I couldn't move it. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to unload Uh half of it, take it upstairs, unload it, take it back downstairs, load the rest and take it back up. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, I did such a good packing job, though. Yes, yes. Oh, but anyway, so, Damn. yeah, that's been interesting. But I'm getting a hell of a lot of uh, reward points for Hilton Hotels, which well, is the chain that I use. I'm going to have free hotel stays for days. Well, that'll be good. That'll be good for your, yeah. you know, when you finally get to use your, your vacation and travel places. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's so crazy how, you know, as you progress in a company, you get more vacation, but then it's like harder for you to actually take the vacation because of the responsibilities that you have. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Yes, it really does. They want to, they want to tease you like, oh, look at all this vacation you could be taking if you didn't have this job. Exactly. Like I have a, I have a vacation next week. I'm going to the beach. Um, which I'm very excited about, but also there's like all this stuff that's happening at work and it's like, I've been trying, I've been working so hard all week Mm -hmm. long to like get prepared, get everything off my plate. So that way I'll be set and free and it ain't going to happen. I'm going to end up having to work a little bit over my vacation. I already know it. It's going to suck. No. No. (sighs) Well, I believe there is a, there is a goldfish phenomenon. So if you tell yourself that, (laughs) if you give yourself a true strict cutoff, that you will finish on time. <sighs> I don't know, man. I've got a lot of stuff. <laughs> I have more stuff than I... What the problem is that my goldfish phenomenon's at the beginning whenever people say, can you handle all this? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then oh yeah, it takes me like, you know, a day to do something that in my head I thought I could do in an hour. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That took more time. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, but the, this yeah. other thing that I thought would take, take you know, an hour. I'm sure I'll get it done in that. No, it took three hours. Nope. nope. Well. <laughs> so you're bad at estimating time. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not like, it's not like a miracle thing. So it's not like you can, I'm not saying you're procrastinating, but let's say someone procrastinated for like a month and then right. tried to get everything done in a day because they gave themselves a strict deadline. That wouldn't work. So right. I guess, yeah, it's not a cure-all, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just, I always have, like, I have these things. There are some things that I have procrast- procrast- procrastinated on, but it's not that I have not been doing other, I just chose to do other things, yeah. you know, instead right, of this right. thing. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, and so that one keeps getting pushed because it's like, these other things are more important to do. <sighs> so do you, anyway. um, do you think, have you ever heard of the false sense of urgency? I think that's what it's called. Yes. But um, the I problem, hundred percent have that. Yes. The problem with the, with that is that the entire, my entire workplace operates with that false sense of urgency. So mm-hmm. that like literally everyone who contacts you, contacts, contacts you for anything, uh, they want it done then and they want it done yeah. now and they will not take no for an answer. And um, if you try to tell them, uh, hey, you want a one page, you are one person who wants a one pager on this very specific topic, which isn't even mine. Um, you know, there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff on my plate, buddy, and I, I will uh, I'll do my best to help you. But, you know, you're one person asking for this one yeah. thing directly from me. You're just going to have to wait your turn. And then, of course, you know, he gets mad. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. been a rough week. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. But anyway, but at least I'm not living in a hotel in Baltimore, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So. My my uh, to add to it, my toilet's leaking. Um, oh, great. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm terrified to tell them because I'm afraid they're going to make me move rooms, and I have all this stuff in here. Right. That would it would be I would have to pack everything back up that you know because I've got all my clothes and stuff out, but yeah, um, I'd have to pack everything back up and move hotel rooms, and I'm just like, uh, I'll just deal with the leaky toilet. <laughs> so I've got a towel on the floor <laughs> collecting all the water, well, and I may- just trade out between two towels. Uh, maybe you should tell them though. Just like, I mean, you know. <laughs> It could be causing damages to your room that you would technically be, uh, you know, held liable for potentially. So Eh, it's on a towel floor. Okay, it's not like it's not um, it's not flooding. Okay, it's dripping. It's like drippy. Yeah, it's just like a drip or two. Uh, So I guess it's this weird kind of toilet. Wow, we're really going off topic here. Um, It's probably not that weird. It's probably a thing. I just never seen it before. But I took the um, top off of the tank because I thought it was just running continuously or something. Uh-huh. Um, and it has a contained system in hmm. the tank of the toilet. So on the outside, it looks like a normal toilet. And when you flush it, it's like a real hard, like, whoosh. Uh-huh. It's, it's pressurized in some way. Okay. Um, so there's like a little leak in that pressurized uh, I see. tank. Yeah. Okay. And so it's dripping out into the bowl or into the tank, which is then just kind of dripping out on the side a little bit. So, yeah, I, I might tell them tomorrow, but if they make me move, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> or not tomorrow, Saturday. Because <laughs> I also, I hate for people to come in my space. Like I kind of, uh, this is, this is my space. So yeah. when I'm here, it's mine. So I always put the do not disturb <laughs> thing on. I don't use housekeeping. Uh, this is this is my space. Dude, I use housekeeping all the time. Every time I go, I'm like, please make my bed 500 times because then I can come back and there's a made bed and I feel so fancy. Oh. Yes, I need, I, I, I would, I would pay somebody to come make my bed every day. Like, I would totally do wow. that. Yes, I would. Wow. I like a made bed. I like a made bed. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking in your fancy uh, hotel in Baltimore, Maryland? <laughs> well, I'm actually excited to talk about this because, okay. uh, so this is a local beer. Uh, um, is this the Dapper beer? Yeah, it's called, yes, uh, it's called National Bohemian. Nice. But apparently locals call it Natty Bow. Natty. And <laughs> Natty Bow. And on the front, it has this dapper little fella that only has one eye for some reason, but a dapper <laughs> little fella with a big mustache. And it says, oh boy, what a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and it was originally brewed in 1885, apparently. Wow. So I, I should have looked up more of the history, but I just know that it is um, like the beer here. The beer. Natty boy? Actually, but the... Uh, Nas- National Bohemian is the real name. Oh, okay. But actually, I just looked on the side and it says it's brewed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, uh, so is it local? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, not if that's the case. Let me see. National uh, Bohemian. Oh, yeah. Okay, it did. It originated in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. I see. Okay. I so oh, they, they've and outsourced. It was a. Yeah, eventually it was purchased by Paps Brewing Company. Oh, okay. So PBR. Yeah. Nice. 90% of sales are in Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... It's pretty good. It's very drinkable. Um, It it tastes like... I don't know. I haven't had PBR in a very long time. But uh, um, uh, to me, it tastes kind of like a Coors Light, but with more taste and less carbonation. Right. So to me, that's a little... That's favorable. Um, yes. so yeah, I, <laughs> here's the bad thing. So I didn't, uh, the only thing I packed was wine and I didn't want wine tonight cause I packed, uh, or I had wine yesterday uh-huh. and I had chili tonight for dinner. And so I was like, oh, I'd really like a beer tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went downstairs to the little hotel market area and I was like, Oh, they have national bohemian. Awesome. Six dollars. Oh for shit. A beer. 
And you know this is some low, this yeah. is some PBR. This should be like a dollar. <laughs> and uh, I bought two of them so that I would could drink one with dinner and then drink one on the episode. So nice. this is a very expensive. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, please subscribe to our Patreon so that you can fund our drinking, uh, our drinking habits. habits. Yes, please do. <laughs> well, I am also drinking a beer because yes. uh, I knew oh. you, I knew you were going to drink beer, so I was like, "Well, I'm inspired." Yep. So okay. I am drinking a Wise Acre. Um, mm-hmm. Gotta get up to get down. Coffee milk stout. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I get what they're doing there. Gotta get up because the caffeine to uh-huh. get down the beer, which is a downer. Right. Right. So right. suppressant or whatever. Exactly. So uh, it's very good. I like a good. I like a good stout. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I especially like a, a milk stout, and I like coffee. So this is all. These are all good things. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's brewed in Memphis, Tennessee, so not too far away. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. Actually, probably just as far away as Maryland. Really, let's be honest, because <laughs> Tennessee is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, actually, yeah. If you're not uh, Chicago to Maryland, but Knoxville to Maryland versus Knoxville to Memphis is almost the same. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about an hour closer. That's insane. Because, Um, you know, Memphis mm -hmm. is weird. I know that whenever... It's the same state. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anytime that we would go, because we would go out west all the time, we'd always drive, you know, through Tennessee. And it would just be like, how long do we have to drive until we're no longer in the state? (laughs) Like your whole entire first day, if you're driving out west from East Tennessee, is just driving through Tennessee. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you, you you get to Arkansas maybe, and then you go to sleep. Yes, <laughs> it's insane. Anyway, <laughs> um, so oh, I guess we could go on to talk about our topic. I have a topic. I have a topic. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I'm super excited. You totally owned this episode because I have obviously been a little busy. Yeah, so just slightly, just slightly with yeah. the whole like uprooting your life and moving and you know, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you you just picked it up and was like, I got, I got you, boo. I got you, absolutely. And also, I got like a little distracted, so I'll I'll set up I'll set up this episode a bit. <clears throat> to what inspired it or what caused me to start going down this rabbit hole. So I've been running throughout the Mm -hmm. month, um, training Mm -hmm. for a 5k. And, Mm -hmm. um, I say I've been running throughout the month. I've been running a little bit. And then I actually did my first real like hard run this past week. Um, (laughs) and, uh, when I did that, um, my heart rate, like went, got really high, you know, like it does Mm -hmm. when you're running, um, <laughs> yeah. you're like, what is this? What is what is the like, heart rate? Right, exactly. Why is this? Why is this going so so fast? I don't understand what's happening. Um, and uh, so like you know, I ran and I didn't even look at my heart rate really very closely until I was done, uh, and I was like trying to cool down, and I was like, come on, come on back down, buddy. Come on back down, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was like really hot. And I, you know, I obviously pushed myself and yada, yada anyway. But then I was just like, okay, well, now I'm curious about like, you know, what heart rates are or, you know, I want to know more about this whole heart rate thing. So um, and as a further backstory, like a few years ago, I had my huge panic attack at night, which is when I woke up because my watch so thoughtfully decided to tell me that my heart rate was a little high in the middle of the night. And so I burst out of a sound sleep with my watch telling me that my heart was messed up and totally had a panic attack. Um, and had to go to the ER cause I could not calm down until they pumped me full of drugs. It was just not happy. Um, so I have a very, all this to say, I have a very complicated relationship with heart rate. <laughs> Yes. And I thought, well, you know what? It might be a good thing to like investigate what heart rate is yes. and like what's normal and what's healthy and all that stuff. Um, and also, you know, this is a health and wellness podcast. So this is <laughs> a relevant topic to what, we, to what we're That's supposed right. to be talking about. This is um, a good place to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so 
in case anyone does not know, the heart rate, your heart rate is actually the number of heartbeats that your heart has per minute. Um, so it's usually measured in like BPM or beats per minute. And it's, I guess it's the same as your pulse. Like if you take your pulse, you're getting your heart rate. Um, yeah. Cause you're counting how many times your heart beats per minute. So it's the same thing, but obviously depending on what you're doing uh, <laughs> at any given moment, <laughs> your heart rate's going to oscillate uh, quite a bit. So I was interested to know a little bit about like, um, you know, what your heart rate should be and what it should be when you're running and stuff like that. So I guess what I thought we'd start off with first is talking a little bit about your resting heart rate and... Um, and so I also was interested as we're talking about this, Stacey, in like what your heart rate is. So okay. for your resting heart rate, the general now or the general consensus out there is that you should have a resting heart rate. A healthy adult has a resting heart rate of 60 to 100 beats per minute. But the lower your resting heart rate is, the healthier you are. And like okay. some athletes even have like, lower than 60 like you know like really mm -hmm. you sleep and like your heart just stop no i mean your heart doesn't stop but <laughs> your kidneys shut down your heart stops you this, know it's normal this is night. why sleep is bad no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but you know like you're, you're you're not moving you're you're in a you're in a state of suspension so obviously your heart rate's gonna go mm -hmm. down um but also like if you're being really still and stuff like that like your resting heart rate anyway so my resting heart rate is 67 which i feel is not okay. bad i mean like mm -hmm. it could probably yeah. be a little bit better but anything. yeah yeah so what, yeah. what is yours what is your resting heart rate my resting heart rate is 55 nice so mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. is an example of a healthy runner, athletic <laughs> heart right there. <laughs> yes. And actually, so that happened when we ran the half marathon back mm -hmm. in the day at like this point, which is like 10 plus years ago, I guess. Yes. But um, yeah, that it dropped down. I think at that point it might've been like 53 or 54, but um, it dropped down. And when I went to get my physical, my doctor was like, oh, your heart rate, it's low. And then she goes, are you a runner? Mm -hmm. And then I said, oh, yeah, I'm training for half marathon. She was like, oh, okay, it's fine. Yep. You know? <laughs> but yeah, she had a little bit of a moment. But ever since then, now I don't know, because obviously I haven't re I haven't tracked my heart rate over the last 10 years. So, um, yeah. but the past couple years, because I've continued, you know, I do continue to run and work out. So um, yeah, it's been in the around 55. That's good. That's really, really good. Yeah, so mine's Thanks. like, you know, slightly higher, but not like, you know, not bad. Yeah, I think, yes, yeah, still totally good. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's an average. So, you know, that's probably also influenced by how much alcohol I consume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I will but say, anyway. so I, I did... I did work out earlier, but also I'm drinking two beers. So right now, mm -hmm. my heart rate is 76. Of course, I'm not technically resting because I'm yeah, you're talking, moving around and you're jiving. Yeah, I'm flailing. Yeah, you're flailing. You're flailing. <laughs> I'm flailing. Why yeah, are you flailing? Do you want to talk? You, you flail just, when you talk. Have you seen me? Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Arms. You're like a you're like a muppet. Wide motion. <laughs> yes, I am like a muppet. I just you know, I have, like <laughs> yes. I'm seeing what my heart rate is. It's measuring right now. So yours is what now? Okay. Yours is like 70. 76. Mine's 73. Right Bam. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good job. Yep. So anyway. So yeah. So resting heart rate. Um, And then there was a heart rate calculator, which I sent to you, which um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see what, <laughs> what this website was now. I found it. It's NTNU. What the hell even is this? I don't know. I, I wondered when you sent it to me, I was like, okay, I'll do it. But um, I don't know what this is. I don't know either. It looks like it's something in another country. Um, <laughs> NTNU it does have measured in centimeters. Right, exactly. Norwegian University of Science and Technology. So, I oh, mean, okay. I trust them. I'm sure it's credible then. Yeah. yeah. It's a university. I mean, it had an EDU thing. So that was why I was like, okay, well, this is obviously, uh, a, okay. you know, a, a somewhat credible thing. Anyway, so it was your HR Max calculator. And the thing that I thought yes. was really interesting about it, and I'll put this in show notes too, 
is that most of the charts you find out there that measure like what your max heart rate should be uh, Mm -hmm. based entirely off of your age. Like apparently when you are a baby and I can't remember exactly what the um, what the number is now, but when you're when you're first born, your heart beats really, really fast. And I can attest to that because like. One of my favorite things to do, not that I'm a creep or anything, but one of my favorite things to do is listen to my kids' heartbeats um, because it's just, you know, I'm like, I created you and this is your little heartbeat. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and like their heartbeats are so fast when they're kids. Like it's just like, you know, especially when they're little babies, it's just like little like constant. Wow. Um, Yeah. It's really crazy. Um, But, you know, but as you get older, your heart slows down. And yeah, um, and so you basically take that initial like average heartbeat of a baby, and then you minus your age by it. Um, okay, is how most of the uh, target heart rates or max heart rates charts you see out there. It's how they're calculated. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. one took into account your age, your height, and your weight to give you like your max heart rate. And what it did was it gave you what your max heart rate is, but it also gave you like where you should be targeting um, for exercising. So like when you are, you know, doing interval training, for example, or whatever, like when you're really yes. pushing yourself hard, where what is the range you should be aiming for? And then if you're like kind of slowing down a little bit to like not die, yeah. What is your range that you should be going for? So, so that that was kind of interesting. So, yeah. Um. So, what was yours when you did that? So, my maximum heart rate was calculated at one eighty six. Okay. I was wishing. So, I remember a workout, and I think I talked about it. I know I talked about it to you. I'm not sure if I talked about it on the podcast or not, but um. I was doing a, it was when I first got the bike and I was really pushing myself. Yes. And I remember that my heart rate got above 180, but I can't remember exactly where it landed. But I, you know, that was when I was like gasping for air. Yes. Yes. Um, so I totally believe that 186 is accurate because yeah, it was uh, a little scary. I pushed myself a little too hard, but. Right. Right. Um, so I, I wish that, I wish like. Apple Fitness would have like a little, or the health kit would have like a, here's your maximum in the last 90 days. Or right. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, but for intervals, it said 158 to 177. And I also think that's accurate because I know when I'm running or doing HIIT workouts or, you know, something with cardio, uh, when my heart rate gets to about 174, that's mm-hmm. when I have to, like, stop for a second. Like, if I'm running, I have to walk, you know, or whatever. Right, right. Um, and that's not, like, that's not me looking at it. That's, like me running and then be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta stop. And then I look at my watch and I'm like, Oh, my heart rate's like 174. It's like, right. Always. Right. Um, so yeah. And then the active resting, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. I know it's, and maybe that's what I'm doing right now where, so I'm not exercising, but I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I'm moving, I'm talking, I'm doing stuff. Right. Is that, or do you know? Well, I thought it, resting? I mean, I was taking that to mean like, cause you know, like whenever you, you're running and you're like doing interval training, like if you're thinking about it, like walk, run, right? So if you're oh. running, then you get up yes. to the higher. And then when you're walking, your, your heart rate lowers to that 120 to 138. And like whenever I was doing the um, rowing, Whenever I would like do intensity with the rowing, it would get up to like that higher range, interval range. And then whenever it was like, you know, just like slow it down, you know, focus on your form or whatever, then it was like the 120 to whatever range, which is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, that makes sense. I think you're right. And uh, mine says 121 to 140. And usually, um, I would say I don't usually go quite that low. So maybe I should. Um, usually it gets about. So this may explain what we were comparing heart rate graphs uh-huh. on your workout the other day. And yours was very smooth and mine was very spiky. Right. Um, and so I wonder if I'm not letting it drop enough. And so as soon as I start running, it's just going right back up to max. And I'm having to walk soon after because I'm not like Because I... I probably get to 150 something 
which is the low of my high and uh-huh. my the the high of my active rest is 140. Right. So I need to get it below 140 basically is kind of what I'm understanding this as. Right. Like whenever you're whenever you take a rest. Yeah, and that may be. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so I actually did find a um thing in the health kit that says that my workout heart rate and it gives you the low and the high. Uh-huh. And that this is over the last year. It says I got to 190. Holy crap. <laughs> that was probably yeah. when you were doing your your uh your exercise things. Where did you find that? I want to look at mine too. <laughs> okay. It was so if you go to health kit and uh-huh. you go to your heart rate, just click on the heart rate. Okay. Then you'll see it right under the graph. It says show more heart rate data. Yes. Click that. And then uh-huh. you'll have to click the year. So it's, it year. defaults to day. So click uh-huh. year. And then below that, it gives you a bunch of different information. Okay. So let's see here. So for the year, then my range is 40 to 205 beats per minute, it says. Do you think it really goes? I no. I hope okay. not. <laughs> that would not be good. No. No. Um, that can't be right. But my average, the highest I've gotten in a workout, it says is one seventy five. So okay, which was maybe probably that was when you had your panic attack. What when I had two hundred? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. When, what, well, that wasn't this year though. It says this was October of twenty twenty. I thought this was. The, I thought it was this year. No, it was. Attack. It was May of night two thousand nineteen. Which I might be able to go back and see, actually. Anyway, that's another that's yeah. another thing yeah, for sorry. another time. We're getting on a little bit yep. of a tangent, but um, yeah, okay. Interesting. So yeah, so that's what. Um, but yeah, so I think that calculator seemed accurate. Just yes. based on what I do. Right, and mine's very similar to yours. So mine's like uh, my max is one eighty four. Intervals are one fifty six to one seventy five, and active rest is one twenty to one thirty eight. So it's like a little bit yeah. lower, but right because yours is a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. But I'm also older than you, so yeah, it would, so it would be just a little lower. right, exactly. So yeah. I thought that was yeah, I thought that was really interesting, and I like that. And I have no idea how like height and BMI actually affect any of that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. But I thought it was interesting that they asked for that. So I will conti- I will put that in notes for anybody who wants to who wants to take a look. Um, yeah. Maybe BMI because um you know, if your heart if you're bigger, your heart has to work harder. Mm-hmm. Like it's more like if you maybe because it's more stressful. So maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Should have asked, like, do you smoke? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that should have been a factor. Yeah. Um, well, there were a couple of things that I wanted to mention, too, which we kind of talked about. We just kind of touched on. One of them was you were talking about how um, you, one of the things that you do is if you, like, start to start to get to the point when you're running where you can't breathe or, you know, it's, like, getting hard to breathe, then you will, like, stop. Um, yeah. not stop, but like slow down. And yeah. there's a link here and it's like, it seems so common sense, but for me, I don't, I think that I need someone to tell me, like, Hey, <laughs> you need to like, not push yourself quite that hard. Um, yeah. and so basically there's like a couple, there's three zones whenever you're running. Um, and so you've got to think about which heart rate zone you're in. So mm-hmm. if you're in the aerobic zone, then you can still speak in full sentences um you know so you're like that's like the small you know the lower edge of that like whenever you and i are running together a lot of times we're still talking to each other so we're like in the aerobic zone um if you can say a few words at a time you're probably in the lactic threshold zone (laughs) okay okay and um lactic threshold zone i'm not sure what what (laughs) the difference is between these other than you know that's like, I mean, I would guess aerobic would be like, you know, the lower part of that resting active uh, lactic yeah. threshold is probably like in the middle. Um, and then if you can barely get out one or two words, you've probably found yourself in the anaerobic zone, uh, which mm-hmm. I would say is that higher, higher place uh, that we were talking about for your heart rate. 
But it says if you start to hyperventilate or get dizzy, then your heart rate is probably too high and you should stop and rest. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you should. So, um, you know, make sure that you are um, doing the talking test every once in a while. Like, make sure that you don't get yourself up too high for too long because that is that can be very stressful for your heart. The other thing, too, that I read somewhere in this research um, is that if you're actually trying to lose weight, if you're like trying to do that, you want to stay in those lower areas. Um, and obviously, like when you're doing marathon running, you also want to stay like in the aerobic areas because oh, your yeah. body has to become really efficient at burning fat for energy so that it can last a long time. So you stay yes. like in that lower area of active. So that's actually best for fat burning. But if you're trying to help improve your heart, like your your um, your ox- the way that your heart pumps oxygen through your body, then you also you would want to get to that higher level and spend more time in that uh, anaerobic uh, zone. So, okay. but not too much because you can put too much stress on your heart. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I think that makes sense because the first time that I was talking to a ultra marathon runner, mm-hmm. they were saying like, yeah, basically, I mean, you run so slow. Like it is ultra marathon is 100% about the distance and nothing right. about the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, like you run really slow and you, you know, walk and eat snacks and stuff because you're running for so long. And right. Like that. And so I think, yeah, that makes sense because they're just they're just trying to make the distance, uh, you know, so they run slower to stay, keep their heart rate low. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And then the other thing that I um, ran into and was kind of thinking about was like, OK, well, what does it mean? to have a BMI as high as mine is um, and, you know, to be considered obese and be running, like, does that does that make it more difficult? Is it more dangerous for your heart rate, etc.? And I found a study, which I will link to, which I tried very hard to read, <laughs> but okay, it truly yeah. is like a, um, a scientific, scientific. study. Um, <laughs> So I need I, I need someone to like um you know translate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I really I probably need that for me. <laughs> um but it does kind of look at these different predictions and it takes people who are obese and basically at the end of it what it's realizing is that um while exercise is very important, you've got to be really careful about prescribing exercise for obese uh, obese people that are not going to, one, end up in a cardiac event. Um, yes. And that you're making sure that you're prescribing the amount of intense training that will, number one, actually help them, and number two, make them likely to stay. Because that's the other thing. Right. It's like, if it's so uncomfortable... Um, and it's so unpleasant to like have this, this heart rate at this, cause you know, it's not pleasant to have a heart rate that's like beating out of your chest, um, right. that people are less likely to actually stick with it. Um, so yeah. while exercise is really useful, it doesn't necessarily help people lose weight if you're not, you know, if you're, if you've gone too much too far. <laughs> So I thought that was kind of interesting. And of course, it's a very scientific way of doing it. Um, (laughs) There is a, oh, goodness. There is, they have different, um, shoot, what do you call them? Where you have numbers and letters together. Equation. There is an (laughs) equation. Sorry. Yes, license plates. (laughs) Um, Where it it helps you figure out your maximum heart rate. And so what you do is you take your age, 0.7 times your age. See how this works. And then it says 29.4. And then you take 208 minus 29 
1.4 would be 178.6. Okay, so that, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> okay. Um, so there were like different ways to get to your your heart rate response on a treadmill. And so it has different ones here on how that's done. Anyway, I don't know. Math is confusing to me. <laughs> but, um, but I will, I will include this for anybody who like really loves to, to read a lot of data and wants to dig into that. Um, if you want to okay. give me a Cliff's Notes version of what this all means, uh, please do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Please do send me. I could, I could probably do it if I, you know, if I, uh, once I get settled. Um, you get bored. Yeah, I get bored <laughs> in my hotel one night. I'll be like, yeah, bring me some scientific articles. <laughs> I want to know all about this. Yeah. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was as I was poking around through all this stuff, my watch kept saying, hey, we can help your cardiac health if you just want to uh, uh, let us whatever measure your vo2 max and i was like what mm. what the what the fuck is vo2 max apple yes. watch what does that mean um <laughs> so vo2 let me look this up so i can tell you exactly what it is because i looked it up earlier and then i promptly forgot what it meant um your vo2 max is your maximal oxygen consumption Maximal yes. oxygen uptake or maximum aerobic capacity. Basically, it's the maximum rate of oxygen consumption measured during incremental exercise. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, it's like a way of, of putting a number on how uh, effective your exercise is, I guess. <laughs> like, how, that, how, how much endurance you have. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I think endurance is better, not effectiveness of the workout. Oh, yeah, that's but I fair. think it's more endurance of the. So, I mean, think of it in the term of like running and how far you can run. You know, can you right. run a half mile or a quarter of a mile or whatever? I guess kind of. Right. Although I don't know if that that's there's I don't know that there's an a uh, exact. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of fucking. Uh, sorry, there's a lot of equations on this page too. <laughs> Don't! Too many equations. I can't handle this. There's too much math in this. There's too much math in this episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I think it's mostly just how your body's using oxygen. So going back to that idea, as your heart rate gets higher, you are using more oxygen, but you're in that anaerobic state. However, you know, like, it's a slippery slope because you don't want to get to the point where you're hyperventilating. So, right. Um. Anyway, but it was, and I think the higher it is, it the better. Yes, uh, I look. I tried to look up a chart once. I don't have it handy. Uh. Right. Yeah, I think the higher it is, it's better. But your Apple, yeah. if you have an Apple Watch, you can set it up to where it'll tell you this thing. Um. Yes. So you'd go into health and then you would probably click on any of the heart rate stuff. I'm trying to remember how I got to it. And it was like, would you like to know about your VO2 max? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, and it was like, well, you can, you can choose to let us send you notifications. I was like, no, don't send me any notifications. Notifications about my heart are bad, but yes, please tell me about my cardio fitness level. Um, Yes. So uh, my VO2 max um, is below average. Surprise, surprise. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my last one is at 26.3. So just a little bit below average. Cause then like the one before that was average at 26.5. So. Okay. Cause it, it, um, 26.3, it, it measures it based on your, on your specific, workout so like yes yesterday i walked and i did a 26.3 but the day before that i ran and i thought i was dying and it was 26.5 <laughs> and apparently that was average okay okay so and also you can it, you can it takes a while but you can improve it so like for right example, 
obviously the more you run, the more conditioned you'll get, the higher it'll be. Right, right. Yeah, mine's just hugging that, hugging that, uh, that, that, whatever this is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the average line, even though it's showing me from earlier this, uh, year like 20 like in june being a lot lower than i am now so oh i guess well, that yeah means because I've you improved. have started yeah you've started running more yeah uh, just with kiss and stuff yeah um you've definitely been running more lately back in october 6 2019 man though i was like 33.6 i was doing wow. good what were you doing then, I wonder? I don't know. <laughs> that was a long time ago, Stacy. Maybe it was when you started rowing for that <laughs> For that half a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've obviously gone down, which does not surprise me because, you know, I've not been as fit. But I, you know, I am improving it from June. That's right. So that's good news. That's what's important. Right? Yep. So uh, yep. we'll keep working on that. What's yours? It's enough of me talking my, about mine. My my average is thirty nine. Holy sh! <laughs> I'll never be that good. Oh, you can do it. Um, uh huh. That's that was very that was very sweet and not condescending oh. at all. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean for it to be. No, 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 no. It's fine. Um, I had been stuck at thirty eight for a long time. Um, but I just looked and it had went up to 39 and I looked, so, cause that's the average. Uh-huh. And so I looked at my last couple and they've been at 40. So like the exercise I did today, which I did rowing cause the hotel here has a rower. Nice. It was my first, uh, Apple fitness rowing, um, workout. But so today it was 40.5. Wow. And, um, yeah. And, and that the last couple was like 40.2. I went running on Sunday, I think, and it was 40.2. So yeah, I would, I'm surprised. I did not expect it. I thought I, because I'd been stuck at 38 for so long that I just thought that I am, well, 38 is just where I am. Isn't the, me- so are you, does it say you're above average then or are you average? Like yeah. what? It says, um, I think it said I was, I think it says, actually says high, I think. Hold on, well, it might. I don't know. I don't know what the options are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Where's my VO2? Because I went into... Um, I'm just looking at my chart and like 40 is the max that it's giving me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just lost it. Where was it? Oh, here we go. Yeah, it just says hi. Um, um, show all cardio fitness levels. Here we go. Okay, so the options are low, above, sorry, low, below oh. average, above average, high. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So I'm in the, the high. Oh, okay, it goes all the way up to 50. So, I mean, I guess you could do better, Stacey. <laughs> You're right, Devin. You're right. I'm a failure. Thanks. I'm kidding. Thanks for making me feel terrible. I am, about I am kidding. You were awesome. I know. You were freaking awesome. Kidding. It's that's, fine. I'm just kidding. That's pretty funny. Um, but what I was trying to find, and I can't find it now, is... Um, oh, can I, can I... Do you have anything else about... No, I'm done. Thing, or can I jump back to... Go. Go okay. for it. So one of the things that is also important, um, not just your heart rate, but the... Uh, recovery so when you stop oh, doing yeah. running and you stop how quickly your heart rate drops is also apparently very important and i know the apple watch measures that and i can't find where it says like it'll say how it measures it is it'll say like 30 seconds after you stopped your right. heart rate was blah blah, blah. so if it was i like, think it's an activity because I think I saw that, like, you go to a, your specific workout and it tells you your recovery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is something that I think I've always done really well because of... Um, so when me and James first started doing CrossFit together, uh, we would have to do sprints. 
And we would sprint back and forth and race. And he kicked my butt so bad. Like, oh, he would, no. like, I, I've always been a slow runner. And, like, I would only be halfway done and he would already be across the finish line. And I, I would try <laughs> so hard. And it just wouldn't happen. But um, he, um, I always, what made me feel better was we would get to the finish line. And he would be like huffing and puffing and I and still, and I would be like, okay, ready to go. Like I would be totally recovered <laughs> and ready to go. And he would still be trying to recover. And so I think that, and I think that probably comes from like when I played soccer, uh-huh. you have to constantly, like you would run up the field, there'd be a big break, you'd run up the field, you know, whatever. Right. But then when it go down to the other side or whatever, I played outer midfield. And so I had to pretty much run like the whole field constantly. And, right. Um, you know, so it was important that I was able to recover. <laughs> right. Um, well, and, and I think that that's like, that's why I think that actually the way that your heart works you're, whenever you're running is actually good because I feel like what it does is it recovers really fast. So like oh, when you slow down yes. a little bit, your your heart rate immediately is like, okay, we're done. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Where, whereas, cause it's not like I didn't stop cause I did, I did a lot of walking during that walk, <laughs> that run. Um, but my heart rate's still just like, holy crap, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah, happening okay, that's here? A good point. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to us? Are we ever going to stop? I am so <sighs> sore today from two days ago. It's insane anyway. Oh, my God. <sighs> but, yeah, I think that that's interesting, too. Um, but this is my, this is my uh, summary so I, I came into this episode and my hope was, because what had happened is I ran. It took me mm-hmm. forever for my heart rate to come back down to like a mm-hmm. normal pace. My face was super red. I was mm-hmm. convinced that I'd probably killed myself. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, well, obviously I pushed myself too hard. So I'm going to do all this research and discover that I actually went past my, um, you know, heart rate. uh <laughs> that I was supposed to have and I shouldn't run anymore. And obviously this is bad for me, (laughs) but all I've discovered is that actually I just need to keep doing it again in order to keep my (laughs) health. You mean exercise is good for you? Uh, I guess. (laughs) I mean, that's what the internet says, but who can believe what the internet says? (laughs) Right. Right. Nothing. If it's um, on the internet, it's fake. It's right. It's not true. No, it's all yeah, lies. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> but thank you for coming with me on this heart heart rate journey. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. It was very interesting. <laughs> ah, well, good luck living your uh, your best hotel life. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least it's easy to clean. Takes you know, like five minutes to clean the entire place that's true i mean it'd be even but easier if you let those housekeeping people come in <laughs> no it's <my> space <laughs> i love you stacy i love you too <laughs> all right well i will talk to you next week yep uh yeah i'll be here all right me too okay dokie all right okay Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho